our business is about making change and reimagining. And we also are reimagining that no one one day will go without period products. And that's just the way we operate. Hello and welcome to Shopify Masters, the podcast powered by Shopify, your companion for starting and building a business. I'm Shwang Esther Shan. Today, we're talking all about period products, an industry we don't get to cover enough. Carla Walsh is changing that. Carla launched the period company in 2020 when her own child was going through their first period. Wanting to create an inclusive brand that's also sustainable, Carla and her team are bringing affordable and absorbent underwear to everyone. Carla joins us now to chat all about her journey of launching the period company. Carla, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to chat with you. For the period company, being inclusive is at the heart of the business. How did you approach developing the brand philosophy? Ooh, good question. Yeah, we say, you know, people period. I think that's something just in our whole learning and unlearning of the history of periods related to just women only. We understand that, you know, not just women period. And I think we also understand that a brand needs to welcome everyone. And I think that's how I live my life. And my partner, my partner, Sasha, my co-founder, that's how she lives her life. So when we started developing period, you know, it was my idea to bring this kind of product that already existed in the marketplace, but was really exclusive. It was exclusive because of its price. It was exclusive because how uh, it was marketed to a really specific type of person. And we just wanted to kind of upside that. And uh, Sasha Markov, my um, my co-founder, is an amazing uh, CMO, kind of genius, has worked on many, many, many brands over the last 30 years of her life. And she said, you know, we're going to rebrand the period. We're rebranding the story of the period, our relationship that women and people who period have. And yeah, that's that's what we did. Obviously, our product is so important, but what we're what we're learning and teaching and embracing is quite frankly a little even even more important. You know, if we can shift the ideas we have had for the last, you know, several hundred years, basically that have been have been told to us through advertising about our period being horrible. Like if we can shift that slightly, even 10%, 20%, you know, we want to shift it a hundred percent to kind of how powerful and amazing periods are, like that's way more important than a pair of underwear. Of course, you know, using an amazing product developed by people who actually get their period is also a wonderful plus, especially when we're taking, you know, plastics and disposables out of the environment, out of the waste. But yeah, no small task. Definitely not a small task, but you actually had an extensive career as a serial founder. Also, you're still working as a very successful stylist. So can you share how these previous experiences helped to launch the period company? Yeah, of course. I find serial founder to be like, and I and you'll have to say to me, like, I, I don't know that I love that term. I I think it's used in a way that kind of 
disparages, especially women, like, oh, you're you're flipping from one thing to the next. And I don't think that's how you intended it. But like, I, I think that's a new, we need to like come up with a new word there. But for me, my journey is this pathway that's actually led me to the period company. You know, I started uh, as a fashion stylist 20 years ago, and I feel like I've been hitting these little steps along the way that have helped define me and helped me grow in terms of, you know, okay, I don't want to just be a stylist. I want to occupy another lane that expands, you know, my own life and my own creative outlets. And that that's when I started doing Ex Carla, these t-shirts. And they were also really wrapped into my, my need to have an impact in a social justice way. Um, I'm very politically active. I I consider myself an activist, but I wasn't a hands-on, the ground, making change. And I was like, how can I make change? Well, you know, I, what I realized, I could do these brand deals and I could leverage all the brands that I was working with to contribute money to get into the hands of the people who were on the ground. So everything I've done, it's not really being a serial founder and doing something and moving to the next. It's all really informed who I am as a human and what I want my how I want to act in the world and how I want to build communities in the world. So it's not one to the next. It's this kind of filling, you know, up my wagon of all my experiences and like learning how to manufacture and learning how to create a direct consumer business and learning how to leverage has all gotten me to this place when the idea, the impetus, of course, which you mentioned in the intro of my son getting their period early, you know, and me just recognizing my own period as being quite wasteful, you know, led led me to the idea of the period company. And that's when I connected with Sasha and we had connected on a, a previous job. So, you know, I, I think it's more of this like all these experiences have now led me to this. And, and, and I do feel like the period company is my real purpose in life and it is my passion of something where I want to have really big impact. And and you said there, oh, and you're also working as a stylist. Well, my work as a stylist has allowed me to create this brand that immediately had a huge platform just by nature of the clients I've worked with for the last 20 years supporting the period company. You know, it gave us a leg up that many brands would never have. So I reject Serial Founder. I, I just want to say to founders out there and and people with ideas like don't just focus on this one thing and then the next thing think about how everything you do in life will inform the next thing like it's not it's a very non-linear journey and every single thing you do can have play a role in the next thing you do I totally understand and respect that perspective. And to your point, it is a journey and every step of your career is interconnected. Um, so the Purit Company is incredibly dedicated to sustainability and inclusivity. And it's very clear from the website, your social media. How did you approach product design by keeping those two pillars in mind? Ooh, yeah, I mean, those are 100% our pillars. And you know, what was funny is that it, it, it just didn't even, it wasn't even something we overly had to think about. It was like, of course, that's the only way to be. So I think it's really our DNA and that's how we operate. It's not, you don't even have to really think about it 
Um, but when it came to the product development, we always knew we wanted to be very size inclusive. We looked at the marketplace. We saw a lot of brands ended at 3X. We go to 6X. And, and to be honest, it's more like a 10X. It's very generous and fit. We created an adaptive style, which is for people who have are differently able, have mobility issues, could often have, um, you know, impairment with using their with their hands. So they have hooks. We just wanted to make sure that, you know, everybody that has a period felt welcome here. We, you know, and I, as I mentioned, my, my son gets a period. And so we wanted to make sure we had kind of a pair of underwear, a boxer that didn't feel like it was specifically gender identified, you know, something we say at the period company And this really comes from this amazing writer that Sasha and I both really rely on, Adrienne Marie Brown. And she talks a lot about imagination. And we operate from a world of imagining that a period is amazing, that no one is shamed of a period, that no one feels left out, that ideas of like gender specificity and like are are kind of not here anymore because we want to operate from the world that we want to create. We wanted to make a product for everybody. And when I say everybody, that really factored into our price. You know, there was lots of product, not lots, there was a couple of brands on the marketplace, but they were making a $30 to $60 pair of underwear. Great, pretty good product, but we needed to make something that almost everyone can afford. You know, we don't go above $12. We're actively looking at how we can reduce. And we just made the choice to say, you know what, we're going to make less money and make it more affordable so that so many other people can have this way of perioding. It's, you know, ultimately, I think you can spend about $250 a year on period products, or you can make an investment of $60 and have enough period underwear to last you, you know, five years. So yeah, I guess, so that that was the approach. The approach was just make a product, be really rigorous in how we wanted it to fit, how we wanted it to fit a lot of bodies and differently able bodies. But then also we were really um, rigid in the fact that we would refuse toxins. A lot of products out there have PFAS in them and we don't. We're one of like six brands that have zero um, PFAS in our product. I think what's interesting about you mentioning maintaining that $12 price point, uh, in addition to that part of your pricing strategy, you also founded the Pure Company with an aspect of giving back. So what advice do you have for founders who are looking to balance profit with social impact? So the community vertical, um, and we again, use the word community because we don't want to kind of fall into the tropes of like mission and what mission has represented over the last thousand years of our time here on earth as like a kind of Christian savior colonist (laughs) mindset. So we use the word community for this vertical. And I always kind of knew that I wanted to have huge impact with the period company. And when we started we talked about, oh, could we become this kind of purposeful vendor for organizations, for people who didn't have access to products, for, you know, even 
say like a FEMA or a, you know, government program, like to get, to get the product to people who, who very much needed it. So we, we kind of created it almost like a wholesale vertical, except we made the cost in this, this structure, um, a little less than wholesale, knowing that most of the people we were going to be working with were nonprofits, were volunteers, were just like literally good Samaritans wanting to get, um, product to people who needed it. And I have to say, when we started, uh, literally I would get like 30 emails a day asking for product for this person, for this organization. And we quickly saw our blind spots because when we did start, we, we really, we were really about inclusive, accessible, but also really from the sustainable point of view, like Sasha and I, you know, are, are, we're very fortunate. We, we looked at it as like, Hey, let's reduce waste in our period. Um, because, you know, it's a little side note, the first period product you've ever used is still on the planet. They don't decompose, which is horrifying. So we, we really had this like sustainability change, you know, your underwear, help the planet, um, change the way you period. But what we quickly learned was the pervasiveness of period poverty and how, you know, over 50% of Americans have suffered from period poverty. 80% of the people on the planet experience period poverty, which is just, this is a, a basic human right is to have a product that helps half the planet once a month. Like this is, to me, it was just lunacy. We've really kicked our community program into high gear. We identify partners we can work with. And and sometimes the partner is like, you know, a person in the in Utah who wants to like put it in kitchens, like um, in pan, in local community pantries. And so it's a really rewarding and interesting part of our business. We're, we're launching a pretty big program next year that we'll have to come back and talk to you about. But it's, it's just, it's just, again, a decision. It's not a decision to wait until you're super profitable or you've been acquired and there mm-hmm. you can create a foundation. It's the imprint of our business. Our business is about making change and reimagining. And we also are reimagining that no one one day will go without period products. And that's just the way we operate. And I also think building in that social impact aspect at the beginning is so important and it helps you to have this business model where you can have profitability and impact. Yeah, period. And it's not an aspect. It is who, it is the business. You know, it's like, it can't be a side gig. Sustainability, accessibility, impact is the business. Amazing. I am chatting with Carla Welsh, co-founder at The Period Company, makers of absorbent and affordable period underwear. Um, We also know that you are very passionate with your approach to customer service, and it's also integral to your business. Um, So can you share your approach to being a customer service focused company as well? So our COO, when we started, was like, you know what, guys, let's have that Zappos method where we go above and beyond. Because ultimately, you know, the majority of people who period use a pad or a tampon, you know, whatever they've been given by their adult when that happened. And we're asking them to have a behavior change, right? So we realize that for some people, it's a no-brainer. It's super easy. 
I get it. But because there's so much stigma and trauma and disdain around periods, we realized we were going to have to do a lot of handholding, like the amount of like, oh my God, it's gross. We've gotten that we can turn into, oh, wow, thank you so much. I'm going to give it a try is because we're willing to have that conversation with people. We're willing to challenge and we're willing to take care of our customers. We are super proud of our our conversion rates where we can take someone who just hated it to like really considering it and becoming an evangelical for us is like, it's really like a thrill. So we kind of go above and beyond. Like, it's funny, like we have a very inexpensive product, but we're willing to like give, you know, hundreds of dollars of hours of like, customer service to make sure people feel great. And that's, and that's because we're, we're not just this product. It's because we're a mindset of like how we can change your relationship to your period, because if we can change, okay, so I'm 48, my period is completely different for me now. I love it. I love, I love it. I have such an appreciation for what my body tells me and what I can do. And if I had that, when my child got their period early, it wouldn't have been a nightmare. So we're looking ahead, you know, we're looking into the future of saying, if we can change the mom, if we can change, that means we can change the child's first period and we can change the person in between. And maybe this conversation is something we have with someone who doesn't have a period and how their point of view might change towards a period instead of saying, uh, she's on the rag or yeah, you got your period to like, oh, okay, cool. Yes, this is something so natural that's so amazing. So that's the bedrock of our customer service. It's not to sell you more stuff. It's to say, hey, let's change the conversation and let's have that conversation because so often we don't. Amazing. And I love the fact that you are communicating and also catering to different chapters of the period, different seasons, Mm -hmm. and talking to people in wherever their journey is. I love that different seasons. Thank you for that. You'll see it on our Instagram. (laughs) Amazing. You're welcome. I do want to talk about, I guess, the initial season of your company, um, Mm -hmm. taking your product into its first production run. That is something founders all are nervous about. You know, how do you take something you've developed and produce it on the mass and make sure that every single one is produced as desired. So uh, share some of the tips and some of the learnings you had with that experience. Yeah, I mean, it's production still gives me like a heart attack. I literally wake up all the time being like, please, I'm having a product fitting after this. And it's like, you know, you're, you, you hold your breath and, And, you know, we did start our, we near launch where we were in COVID when we launched. And so a lot of our production has been done just by proxy. Um, Whereas we normally have visited the factories we work with and we we work with very small uh, factories. Um, But what it, for us, one of the major things we've learned is to have an outside QC, quality control team that uh, communicates with, you know, your production communicates with you. And we're really, really rigorous about that. You know, ultimately when you're making something by a human being, there's going to be errors 
And it's like, how can you adjust? You know, when we launched, we realized that we completely made our sleeper product incorrectly. We put seams in the wrong spot. So it was a decision that I made to pull it because it wasn't good enough for us and that we had to start over. I think I want to also dig into the direct-to-consumer aspect as well. You're, in a sense, competing against large retailers, pharmacies, traditional channels. So consumers there, they might not know about the period company. Mm -hmm. So how are you reaching traditional customers and sharing the story? Well, we, you know, by nature of my my other job, uh, we're very fortunate that we got a, a pretty large, like, megaphone to get our product out there in terms of press, in terms of uh, celeb and influencer enhancement, which is great. Um, and my own social media, I share a lot of it there. I think what we've also done is like we, you know, obviously we use Shopify, which is an amazing tool for D2C. We're always looking kind of to the next as well, which you have to be in this in this landscape because, you know, is our Facebook ads working as well? No. Our Instagram, still a great place to communicate, but like, you know, we're quickly jumping to SMS. We're using econ mailers, which are always incredible. It's just building community. You know, we have, I don't even know how many Instagram followers we have right now, to be honest, but what we have are very engaged, activated community members. And so I think, you know, of course, everyone wants to come out of the gate and sell out and be a famous brand for lack of a better word. But the most important way to do it is to really build and activate and arm your community. You know, we're mission driven, right? So we're, we're, we're asking our community to also contribute and participate in what we're, what we're saying. And, uh, you know, never bet against like half the population. Yes. And also, I think the community aspect also is super strong because you do so much storytelling and education a part of the Pure Company. Um, so can you talk about how you've approached this side of storytelling for the community? Well, I think it's, you know, credit to Sasha, my co-founder, being so brilliant at it, where she was like, the story is as important as the product. And and I think, too, it's because we're sincere. We feel like we can participate in something that will make the world better for people who period. And, and it's not feel. We know we are. And that that drives you every day. And that is something that people want to feel empowered for. Like nobody wants to hear that your period's shitty. Nobody wants to be told that. I mean, I had a man laugh at me once because I leaked. Like, gross, shame on that man, you know? And if you and and I'm not a I'm not exclusive to that. And when you start having those conversations, your your community is a supportive and they're galvanized. And you know, a great product as well and great customer service and and making everybody feel like they're a part of it. And, and, and you know what? I'm going to change that word to make everybody know they're a part of it because they are. Like you can't change things on your own, but together you can. Amazing. I'm chatting with Carla Welsh, 
co-founder at The Period Company. Hope you're enjoying our conversation. And if you haven't already, please subscribe or follow Shopify Masters wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review or feedback for the show. Thanks. So for our listeners who are not familiar, can you explain what the ping tax or the tampon tax is? And how do you approach it when you have to maintain a low price point as a new business? Well, sure. Well, we think that tax is utter BS. It's called the ping tax or the luxury tax, and it is a drugstore. Well, it's a consumer tax that's tacked on to period products. The fact that it's tacked on to any essential product is pretty brutal. And there are amazing organizations working on the state level. And and I feel like maybe five states this year um, eliminated it. Um, But when we started period, we were the very first company to say, first like period company to say, we're not going to charge that. So we've never charged it because we don't think periods are a luxury. And, and then this year, CVS actually fall, followed suit and they, um, they will no longer charge it, which I think is so progressive and amazing and shows that they now have an all-female board. So it's great. But yeah, so we just don't charge it. I mean, we obviously have to pay it or we would be in trouble with the government, but we don't charge it. I think along the lines of being an activist, you're also now somewhat of a spokesperson for periods. I love that. Um, (laughs) Can you also talk to this role of being a period ambassador? Well, I am who I am. You know, this is, it's nothing new to me to stand up for what I believe in and to be galvanized by what I believe in. And what I believe in is like that everybody should have access to safe, comfortable, affordable period products. And, you know, I guess it's my, I guess that's my, my purpose. And looking forward to the new year, 2023, are there any goals or exciting projects at the period company that you can share with us? We have some pretty huge, exciting news coming that I can't share, (laughs) (laughs) but it involves us heading to retail and we're, we're pretty thrilled. Yes, having omni-channel, I think, is um, the chapter that so many direct-to-consumer brands are moving into. So mm-hmm. very excited and very excited to uh, see where the period company will be. Thank you so much, Carla. Um, thanks for having me. This is we're, we're such Shopify fans. It's the only way to do a D2C business. And we're very grateful for you guys highlighting us today. And um, thank you so much. Thank you. That's Carla Welsh from The Period Company. Thank you for joining us on Shopify Masters. Our show is produced by Megan Coyle and Gogo Zoger. Our engineers are Matt Schwartz and Miku Betlam. Benjamin Gottlieb is our supervising producer. And I'm Shwang Estershan. We'll see you next time.